Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So, the Giants aren't going to the Super Bowl? I guess I guess it's not 2007 or 2011 again. And, you know, that was a, a little, how do you say, dose of reality, rude awakening. Now, I'm not going to be the one to sit here and say, I told you so, because I don't think that that would be right. Giant fans don't want to hear that, and most of them, most of them, Don't deserve to hear that. But you have to understand, there's a reason why people like myself were saying that the Giants couldn't win the Super Bowl this year. Or it would be impossible to fathom them playing in the championship game this year. And the reason is because they weren't that Good, And it's not a knock on the Giants. Matter of fact, I think it's a testament to Joe Shane, Brian Dable, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Adoree Jackson, Dexler, all the players who had a great impact on this season to a point where they get to the postseason and then go out there and have an impressive wildcard game and win a playoff game on the road, advancing to the division around. That makes it a great season, any which way you slice it. But it became this feeling of, well, they did it in 2007, they did it in 2011, they're going to do it again. And while there was clearly momentum on the Giants' side and an unknown about Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts and them coming off the bye, that was all quickly put to bed. And you saw why the Giants got spanked by the Eagles in the regular season game that mattered. You saw why the Giants only won one divisional game this year. There was a clear disparity in talent. Now, the Giants' division happens to be pretty good. Obviously, Philadelphia was the best team in the NFC all year long. The Dallas Cowboys are a solid team, although they have their own issues. But the Giants were not built to go to the championship game. Matter of fact, they weren't built to go to the divisional round, but they ended up there. And if you read, I guess you don't have to read between the lines. Just listen to what Joe Shane and Brian Dable said yesterday afternoon in their season-ending press conference. You know, it's hard to get to where they got to. Just because the Giants made the playoffs this year, won a wild card game, and made it to the division round does not mean that next year it is guaranteed that they get back to the same spot or go further 
than that. It's not guaranteed. Matter of fact, it's very unlikely. Because you have to remember, this is still year one. We are now entering year two of this new regime. Now, with all that being said, what happens next year and the results and, and, and all that stuff, whether it's going to be a disappointment or what are the expectations, the Giants are in great hands with Joe Shane and Brian Dable. I don't think anybody is going to debate that. And while some of us, myself included, may have gotten caught up in Joe Judge in year one and you know maybe it was a product of it was better than any of the other crap that we had seen for so long, it's different now. It's real. And when you listen to what Joe Shane says, the way he talks about building a team, where he's talking about, yeah, we want Saquon Barkley back, but we got money that we need to allot for, you know, to build a full team. We can't just be paying running backs a certain amount. And obviously they're going to have to pay Daniel Jones and, you know, they want him back. And the quarterback takes priority. Have to rebuild the offensive line. It was solid this year. It could be better. Have to rebuild the defense. There were some bright spots. Thibodeau, Lawrence, you know, Leonard Williams up front, Adoree Jackson. They need linebackers desperately. They could upgrade the secondary as well. I mean, look at it. They could upgrade pass rush. You could always you can never have enough of that. They need to build a team. And everybody gets caught up in, oh, oh, they need the they need the number one receiver. Oh, they need the t-. No, no. Yeah, of course they could use one. Joe Shane himself said it best. They, yeah, you'd love to have a number one receiver, but you got to be careful. Look around at a lot of number number one receivers that are on teams that are home, that didn't make it as far as the Giants did without one. You have to build a team. And I have full trust, and this is, I think, the best thing you could say about any organization. I have full trust that Joe Shane and Brian Dable will do so, and will do so successfully. They will build a good, well-rounded football team. A smart football team. A tough football team. Because the foundation has been set. And any way you slice it, and I know there are Giant fans are going to be ticked off at the embarrassment that was Saturday night. You know, you get all pumped up all week long, coming off the Minnesota game, going into Philadelphia, really starting to believe. Because that's what you do as a fan. You let yourself believe. That's what I'm here for, to bring a dose of reality to the situation. But as a fan, you let yourself believe that you're going to go down to Philly and win that football game. And then the ball gets kicked off and you realize, "Uh uh-oh, we're not as good as this team. And just because of the score, the lopsided victory, whatever you want to call it, doesn't mean Giant fans should feel down. Not every year is going to end in an unlikely Super Bowl run. Not every year is going to end in a... Super Bowl appearance. Not every year is going to have you win the division. You can still have great seasons without all of that. And the Giants did. Now, if they would have lost in the wild card round, it would have been a good season getting into the postseason this year. But it wouldn't have the same feel as winning a playoff game and giving you that extra week. Moving on to playing the divisional round. Should they have been there? You know, did the Giants belong? I mean, they they earned the right to play there. I don't think they stacked up at all with any any of the other teams that were in the division round. Now, where that can be dangerous is, like I said before, and you heard Joe Shane and Brian Dable talk about it, trying to 
curb Giant fans' enthusiasm. You know, maybe that's not the right way to put it because they're not trying to take away from the enthusiasm, but just place realistic expectations. Okay, just because we did this in year one does not mean next year we're going to the championship game or Super Bowl, and the year after that we're winning the Super Bowl. This is they, this is year one of trying to build a sustainable model that you can have to have this team competing at a high level year in, year out. And that takes discipline. It obviously takes smarts. And I think Joe Shane's got both of those attributes. He's smart and he's disciplined. That's a dangerous combination. He showed restraint this year by not making a foolish move to go get a receiver because fans were clamoring for it because it seemed to be that that was an obvious missing piece. There isn't a a wide receiver alive or dead that could have made a difference for the Giants in that game against Philadelphia. No one. That was not their issue. You know, again, it could be upgraded, sure. So could a lot of other areas. But for a year where there were little to no expectations, for a year where it was going to be an evaluation of the new general manager and more so the head coach because with the GM, you know, he had his limitations because of Gettleman and the mess that he left the Giants in, even though he's taking bows. See, I told you. I told you how good this team is. Oh, I told you it could have been good. Get lost, you clown. I would hope somebody that got hired to be a GM of a football team in the NFL would be able to hit on a couple of first-round picks, for goodness sake. I mean, my God. Anybody could have took Saquon Barkley number two. The smart move would have been to take, not take him, pass on a running back, and trade down. Anyway, we don't need to rehash that whole thing, but just Gettleman irks me. And if he didn't leave this team in a mess, we wouldn't be talking about the restrictions that Joe Shane had to deal with and the mess that he's trying to clean up. And now, obviously, going into year two of this regime, Joe Shane will be in a better spot. And I'm excited to see how he's going to build this team. And it's not just about closing the gap with the Eagles because you can't focus on one team. And it's really not just about building a team, although they you know, can talk about this, building a team that is going to beat their own division. Now, that is a great measuring stick. You look no further when people say, oh, I told you this team is good, so I told you this team is good. Look at their division record. One win in the division. One. That's not good. But it's not just about building a team that can compete with Philadelphia or building a team that can compete within the NFC East. They need to build a well-balanced, tough team. I mean, it's, it's, it's about trying to build a team that can, yes, sustain success, but ultimately go out there and compete to win a Super Bowl. Because if you have, you know, this was year five, and we're talking about, well, the Giants made the divisional round but lost, it's going to be frustrating and probably unacceptable at that point. In year one, everybody loves it. Year two, all right, what's going on? Year three, hey, clock is ticking. Year four, year five, what the hell are you doing? You don't get this done. We're going to find somebody else. Now, I don't think that that's going to happen. Obviously, I think Dable... I think Joe Shane and Brian Dable are here for the long run. Super Bowl appearance or win or not in five years or whatever it may be. They've already exceeded all expectations in year one. 
They've shown no reason to have any doubts whatsoever. And the Giants franchise is in great hands. And there's no other way to put it than that this was as successful a season as you can possibly have without winning it all. A lot of fans say, if you don't win it all, it's a bust. Or if you don't make the Super Bowl, it's a bust or whatever. I'm wrong. This was as successful a season as anybody could have imagined for this team. And there's no question that bright days are ahead. Now, like I said, I don't want to say that brighter days are ahead because there may be regression next year. It happens. Let's say they make let's say the Giants win the division next year, make the postseason, but lose in the first round. Or lose again in the division round. Hey, it happens. Hard to get there, as they said, which is frustrating because once you're there, you know how hard it is. You want to try to finish the job. But they weren't ready this year. And let's take a step back, deep breath, enjoy the season, enjoy the run, and remember, next year is just year two. A long way to go before the Giants become legitimate Super Bowl contenders like the Philadelphia Eagles. 877-337-6666. We'll get into the rest of the division round as well. I mean, you talk about a great season for the Giants with no expectations coming in. As great a season as they had, that's as bad a season as the Buffalo Bills had. They suck. I'm tired of hearing about the Bills and all the fake preseason predictions. Oh, the Bills Super Bowl. What could possibly go wrong when everybody in the world preseason is picking Buffalo to win the Super Bowl? Can't even get back to the AFC Championship game. They lose at home. Not only lose at home, they got rolled over by the Bengals. They couldn't stop them. And then Dallas. And, you know, you could question Daniel Jones all you want. I'd rather have, and I like Dak, and I like the Cowboys. I was a big believer in them. I've seen enough. I'd rather have Daniel Jones than I would Dak Prescott. You cannot make the throws that he made in that game yesterday or on Sunday now as we turn officially to Tuesday morning. You can't make those throws and expect to compete in the playoffs. It just can't happen. He cost them the game. In a game like that, you cannot make mistakes. Now, Cowboys had some bad luck, too. A couple of tip balls that could have been intercepted their way weren't, but Dak's got to be better than he was. And that's the reason why the Cowboys lost that game. Jacksonville played their hearts out with an injured Patrick Mahomes, but the Chiefs are too much to overcome, which sets up, you know, you get the four best teams in football playing on Championship Sunday. Eagles, Niners, Chiefs, Bengals does not get any better than that. Division around was great, and it sucks now that we only have three games left in the NFL season, but Championship Sunday shaping up to be a special one. Mahomes, and you look at what he's been able to do, obviously throughout his career, even on the one ankle now, you still expect him to be great. And Burrow, who may be the best quarterback in the NFL. Bengals showed you they are the premier team. And if they beat the Chiefs again, there's no more doubt. Just a matter of time before Joe Burrow and the Bengals start to put together Super Bowl wins, as in multiple Keep that guy healthy. Look out. And then obviously the other side of things, you may, don't, you may not have the quarterback matchup with Purdy versus Hurts, but Hurts has been a terrific player, arguably an MVP this year. Purdy has been great, but you get two you know, well-coached, solid, tough football teams, good in the trenches, defensively, can run the football, should be a great 
NFC matchup as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 